0: Yo, today's QOD is money flows to great ideas and to persistence. Here we go. show. I'm your host Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got the great Dennis Waitley on the show today. He talks about a couple things. Number one, he talks about the difference between winners and losers. And this goes really well with yesterday's talk with Carla Harris because she talked about how it's never too late to start building relationships. And what Dennis talks about today is how it's never too late to come up with the idea and to execute the idea that is going to make you wildly successful, as successful as you want to become. You can be in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. It is never too late. So whatever story you might be telling yourself about your age and how things like this don't happen to you, it's not true. You can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Despite your age, you have no limits. Dennis Waitley, coming up.
1: You know, I view life as a very real game in which there are no timeouts, no substitutions, and the clock is always running. I used to think it was a scrimmage or a drill that I'd get to instant replay my life, and I found out that every day is the Super Bowl, every day is the Olympics, every day is the World Series, every day is the Grand Final. Life is a real game and the winners in life oh well, they're like you. They never whine. They come in fourth exhausted but exhilarated because they came in fifth last time. Winners treat animals like people and people like brothers and sisters. Losers criticize everyone and bring them down to their miserable level because misery loves company. A loser is a person in this abundant country that would like to look like earn like, and take time off like somebody else. But doesn't work to try to become that, just wishes about it. A spectator in life wouldn't be here tonight and wouldn't be watching this. They're too busy escaping from the goals they never set and from the roles they can't imagine themselves to be in. But people like you, who seem to get what they want by giving other people what they need in a very natural, free-flowing way, I've been studying them like Jiminy Cricket. The reason I have is I'm hoping they'll rub off on me. I've always wanted to be a winner in my life, and I'll tell you, they have an uncommon way of thinking, a common denominator. I used to think winning was in the talent, but the world's full of talented losers. I used to think winning was in the education, so I lined my den with diplomas, unable to relate to people. Winning is on the street. School is never out for the professional, you keep on learning. I thought winning was in the way you looked, but I found out that people that didn't look too good ended up being great. I thought it was a gifted birth, but I found out so many people had a lot going in, they took nothing out. Some people had nothing going in, they took everything out. I found out that winning was all in the attitude, it's all in how you look at it. Your attitude is either the lock on or key to your door of success either locks you out or opens it up for you. And I'd like to give you the attitudes and action steps that make a real winner in life. I mean the kind of winner that helps other winners, too. If you win, I win. Only if you win, do I win. And that's the real winner in life, the ones that build other winners, too. I'd like to give you those high-performance ideas that are common in people who become so uncommonly successful. And there are five winning attitudes I'd like to share with you tonight and today and the rest of your life. One idea worth taking home. What if they were five Olympic rings and we were all Olympians, which we are? And what if you could transmit them to everyone you meet? The first winning attitude that I found is positive self-awareness. What good does it do to be motivated to a dream if you don't see it for you, if you don't see your own potential? We've been selling ourselves short since we were children. You see, we associated ourselves with our mistakes. When my kids were good, it was natural. I just didn't say anything. But when they were bad, I was the first one to criticize them to point out their mistakes and they began to associate themselves with their mistakes instead of their successes. And they reinforced maybe what was wrong with them. They label themselves. I was labeled when I was young, I I gotta admit. Dumbo ears, beaver teeth, buzzard beak, motor mouth, metal mouth, and turtle breath. (laughs) (laughs) And they said the turtle died, too, in your case. (laughs) And I've never gotten over those early labels, and my awareness as a result has been limited. You never outgrow the limits you set. You only set new ones within which you must live. And habits start like offhanded notions flimsy cobwebs at first, then with practice, like unbreakable cables to strengthen or shackle a life. The limits of the human are self-imposed. I've been to the UCLA Brain Institute, and I can tell you for sure, the human mind, in the ability to create a new place to grow, to imagine, to remember, to make things that never existed before, to lead a new life, to get out of the ghetto to greatness, Is unlimited only limited by our own vision of ourselves but somewhere along the way we put the lid on ourselves and self-limited I've decided to blow the lid off finally and get some positive self-awareness I asked myself the question if it weren't for time and money and circumstance what would I be are you kidding I'd be terrific but I don't have the time (laughs) I was a veteran and I served in the war and I went to school a lot and my dad was a warehouseman. If it weren't for the money, oh, if I had the money. We were born poor like you were and uh, first thing you know, uh, I never saw any money for us. I went into education to seal my fate, make sure I never earned any of that stuff, but I couldn't see it for me. If it weren't for my circumstance, are you kidding, I'm a Gemini. My dad was a warehouseman. I was the middle child caught in a sandwich. I know a guy that didn't make it because he was the only child. No feedback. <laughs> I know somebody that didn't make it because they were the youngest child, only got hand me second hand. I know somebody that didn't make it because they were the oldest child, had to take care of all the little kids in the family. And we talked to each other, and we found out there was time and money and circumstance. If I had the time, Ray Crock, 54, selling paper cups, golden arches, McDonald's, at age 54, the beginning. Grandma Moses, 75, painted her first painting at 75 years old. Went on to paint five to 700 masterpieces after age 75. I've always liked George Burns. I can't die, I'm booked. (laughs) If it weren't, if I had the time, we've got the time. If it weren't for the money, if I had the money, Remember, remember old Walt? (laughs) I'll tell you, what a loser he was. Walt Disney, are you kidding? He was bankrupt for the second time. Can you imagine going in? What guts it takes. Had a hand puppet named Steamboat Willie. He talked in a falsetto voice. He was the first voice of Mickey Mouse. Hey, I got a deal for you. I want to give you a cartoon during uh, silent movies. Get out of here, Walt. Another one of them crazy ideas. He believed in his dream when he only had a dream to hang on to. He was as successful when he was broke with a hand puppet as he was when Disneyland and Disney World opened. It's just that money flows to great ideas and to persistence. And you and I will get the money because it flows to us if we work. If it weren't for my circumstance, I think of a woman in history, a middle-aged Midwest garment district of the United States, went down with her husband to the kibbutz and they had marital problems and were divorced and bun on the back, roll-down hose. Not so beautiful on the outside, but oh, how brilliant and beautiful on the inside was Golda Meir, one of the great woman prime ministers of the world, grandma, with a bun and roll-down hose, if it weren't for my circumstance. You and I have that, and that's what positive self-awareness is all about not seeing the limits and understanding that we are self-limiting.
0: That was Dennis Waitley. His website is denniswaitley.com. You can watch today's talk on the YouTube. It's called Dennis Waitley and the Psychology of Winning 1986. All right, my friend, we will wrap things up tomorrow with a Finance Friday with Reverend Ike. I will see you then. Have a great day. Peace.